<laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to take two of this recording of Wheel Life Problems. I am your host, Ricky, and with me, as always, is Bill. What's going on? And John. Yo, how's it going? And together, we make up Wheel Life Problems. A couple of disabled guys making a disabled podcast for the disabled by the disabled. How many times can I say disabled? I forgot already at this point. And now, as I ask you guys again, and as we are live, officially this time, yeah. how are you guys doing on this week billion of quarantine? Uh, Pretty good. Yeah, I'm not doing bad. I mean, I, I don't know. I've been trying different things, though, in terms of, like, I've been catching up on some movies that I hadn't watched. I recently picked up the Predator game, and I've been watching been going back through the predator movies and i realized the first two are the only ones that are actually that in predators because predators was written by robert rodriguez which i love him um is actually good avp both of them are not are not too great <laughs> like they're okay <laughs> i've only ever seen the first predator and i feel like that's like the only one i need to see uh if we're being if we're being completely honest you're probably okay with that but i would say that that Predator 2 was actually really good. Danny Glover was, was great in the eight, 80s movies. I love Lethal Weapon. I don't know if you're familiar with that series, but I love... I always thought Lethal Weapon was pretty funny, so... You know. I've only seen Lethal Weapon 3, I think. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've been kind of going down that 80s movie lane for whatever reason. Been kind of like in an 80s movie vibe lately. Alright, well, well, for talking about movies that we've been watching on lockdown yeah i'll give my opinion on something that well so disney plus released the rise of skywalker early for lockdown victims right they <laughs> lockdown released it on victims, i like that they released it on may 4th and i hadn't Our seen day. it yeah yeah and i don't know have you guys seen that movie rise of skywalker <laughs> nope Ah, uh, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Oh, that movie fucking sucks. <laughs> yes, yes, it fucking does. <laughs> yes, it does. The force is strong with this one. I like. I I'm a huge fan of the original trilogy. I, am I even too. like the Force Awakens. Didn't like the prequel. Last Jedi. I can yeah. as much as I didn't like it. I can still praise some parts of it. Yeah, Rise like, of Squ yeah. Skywalker was total shit, and I hated every little part of it, and none of it made any it was none of right. it was coherent it was all jumping around it was just a total shithole of a mess and i hated everything about hey, it john you don't you you are never going to give that that time of day right like are you like, uh, I, I i don't even have any intention of paying disney five bucks a month for so there so there literally is no way that we're going to spoil any hopes or dreams that you no. have over there. No. <laughs> not that he, not that you had any great only, ones about this. The only this, hopes but... and dreams I have is that Disney finally sees the light and comes back to Netflix. But that's never going to happen. No. Oh, no. No, they're, they're... no. Now with Disney Plus. Yeah, unfortunately though, um, what I didn't like is that it completely undid the Skywalker, like the original saga. It completely undid everything. Like, I'm sorry that hey, I'm yelling. We, we, we've got a, a comment from chat here. The what, Last Jedi would have been fine yes. if the third movie... Yeah, that is my that is my buddy, Chris, that has a very, 
very trolly name. Your mom gay. <laughs> but that's uh I no, uh let's see. The Last Jedi would have been fine if the third movie didn't backpedal everything that The Last Jedi set up. You're right. You're definitely right about that. I mean that Yeah, movie... like for one for one instance. <laughs> yeah. Where the hell did Rey get another Luke Skywalker's saber? Like at the very beginning, she already has Luke's uh, lightsaber again after in the Last Jedi, her <laughs> yeah. and Ben or whatever. And Kylo now Leia's, Leia's a fucking Jedi now. <laughs> like Leia's a fucking Jedi. Like the. Well, and why did Chewie need a medal ripped out of Leia's hands? Well, see, okay. What I thought was also funny about this is that everything is like undone. Okay, it's like oh. Oh, she made a bad choice. She accidentally killed Chewie. Wait, no, 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 no. He was on a different ship. Just kidding. We're not going to let you live with, you know, we're not going to live with any consequences. Oh, we got to wipe C-3PO's mind. Oh, wait, wait. We had a backup. We had a hard drive backup. Let's just upload it again. Yeah, there's absolutely no stakes to it at all. Yeah, there's no stakes. It's like every stake that they put is taken away. And then the, my favorite part, and I know Chris loves this part. It made me laugh. It's when you see Palpatine and he's just laughing and zapping all the ships. Like I was laughing so hard because I was just like, this looks like, so wh ridiculous. Why the hell did, did they need a Death Star or Star Destroyers or anything if Palpatine had the power to just magically zap ships out of the air the yeah, entire time yeah, the but entire franchise? Also, it was on that they were on mm -hmm. they were they had a Jedi they had a Sith planet. Where somehow for like 20 years, he had full, over the course of 20 years, he figured out how to fully staff a whole fleet of Star Destroyers. So what, what, were they just living down there? Like, you know, eating on the, eating on uh, the, uh, the They're, clones of, underwater uh, the entire time. Eating the clones of, uh, what's his name, uh, you know, uh, Snook. <laughs> I remember there was, mm -hmm. there was one guy, uh. I don't know if you ever heard of Doomcock, but he was talking about how he thought that uh, maybe Palpatine kept those Snook clones around as midnight snacks or something. <laughs> and yeah, they they did fail to stick any sort of landing in any of the films. So yeah, all, all three of those. Yeah. Anyways. They're, I, they're garbage tier. I, I think they've become the most hated Star Wars movies of all time, completely destroying the. the oh, I, oh, oh, you I think I'd rather be... watch the prequels at this point. <laughs> yeah, Jar Jar Banks actually looks like actually easier to deal with than this. Well, because at least they had a cohesive like a plan. They're like, all right, you know, this trilogy is going to be like uh, Anakin's descent into the darkness. Like this trilogy was like, oh uh, wait, we have to make another movie. Okay, well let's see what we can do here, and that was it. And there's one thing that like really I pissed agree. me off. I agree. Was, we like, can just culturally move on from. When the hell did the Force make it so you could teleport items? Like, he just grabs a necklace off of her out of nowhere when he's, like, who knows, like, planets away. And then she hands him a lightsaber through her back through the Force. And he's like... Yeah. Yeah, brother. <sighs> it just... It's, it's so cringy. Well, yeah, like you said, I'm just glad finally... I'm glad they finally killed... Yeah, at this point, if they're going to... If they're going to ruin it this bad they might as well have just killed it uh, i mean they basically yep. did no one seems to care anymore we can all culturally move on just watch the original three and leave it yeah i mean that's pretty much where i'm at on it just leave it be at this yep. point like why touch it anymore it's already been so touched and 
Or just leave the whole Skywalker, everything just completely alone. Just make a whole new original story that lives in the Star Wars universe. Like the Mandalorian. That worked because it did not touch the original Star Wars trilogy. And it just was just its own separate storyline that just worked. And I was like, okay, I can get behind this one. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to... Is it like the most amazing thing I've ever seen? No, but I thought it was something different. It explores the bounty hunters. I mean... You know, but at, at at also, I'm not looking for. I'm not expecting like a whole like crazy paradigm shift in the way they do things with Star Wars. I don't expect it to be like. I don't ever expect them to be complicated because they were never. It was never designed to be complicated. If you look at the first three films, I mean, they weren't. They're not really complicated stories to follow. They're very easy yes. for anybody to follow. They're. The expanded universe yeah. got more complicated. Right, with the box. Then Disney, yeah, Disney decided, oh, we're just going to nuke that for more. Yeah, we're just going to throw away all those good books that, because some of the books were actually better than like some of the stuff you got in the movies because it just expanded. So I, I, I'm sticking to that being official Star Wars canon. I'm sorry. It's Disney, good stuff. You could, yeah. It's good stuff. And what Disney is yeah, doing that's, is there. That's the Star Wars canon, canon now. Yeah. All but, those old books. Anyways, all right, we can stay on Star Wars forever, but you know, yeah, we're yeah, not a Star Wars yeah, 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 yeah. We are not a Star Wars podcast, so we are Wheel Life Problems. And as Wheel Life <laughs> Problems, I want to point out that since I pointed this out in our first take, but we didn't mess that up, is we are live on Twitch now, apparently, and everyone can see our faces for the very first time. Yes, so Indeed. everyone can see what kind of grotesque monsters we really are. So yeah. if, if if it's more comfortable for you on your spotify or your google play or whatever it is i mean you know if that's if it's too scary for you i understand uh just you know you can just Every, imagine us <laughs> everyone can see my quarantine stash now yeah i i got a lot I of got shit the epic wizard's beard I've i got a lot of shit since before quarantine i got a lot of so, shit for the mustache now i'm trying to make it a goatee it's almost there <laughs> So did you start the goatee for quarantine or just for did you was that something you already had? No, I had I had shaved my face down to a mustache because I just thought that maybe just given the fact that I have I have wrists that I do, if I got around the wrong person, knowing my luck, you know I I get some of the those particles in my beard or something. I know that might be like a little bit overthinking. Are you saying it. having a mustache is risky? I'm saying having a beard was risky for me because it was so big and it was just like, it just wasn't a good idea. And it was more of like, a, it was actually kind of like they were suggesting it in like the community for MD because obviously our, our my immune system is suppressed. So I got to think about everything. I got to think about like, hey, what if I got around the wrong person and they coughed in my beard? Like, I know that sounds crazy. It might be overthinking things, but I got to be careful, you know? How close are you getting to people where they're coughing in your beard? <laughs> I don't. I'm not really getting close to people. Maybe I could bring it back. I don't know. I mean, do you have that problem, John? Are people coughing in your beard? <laughs> he no, get I around people. I don't have that problem. I, I've I, got the problem of I don't get around people at all. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of at the point where I'm probably going to bring it back because I don't know. At this point, I'm just I have I haven't been around people in a while, so it's like I'm not. I don't know how much of a legitimate worry it may be anymore. I don't know. I'm just imagining people like. Having a coughing fit, and they just run up to you, see your beard, yeah. and like just yeah. kind of use it as like a napkin, like. <laughs> 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 
just like, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, no, um, yeah, but anyways, yeah, so we are live on the Twitch. <laughs> but, so um, everyone can see us now, right? Yes. I hope so. Yes, uh, that could be fortunate or unfortunate, depending on who you ask. Well, I'll look at the camera right now. <laughs> We're and then this will be posted soul. on YouTube. Uh, yes. afterwards. Yes, that is the yep. idea. All right. Well, I'll give a, I'll give the camera another stare for the YouTube. People yeah. may be wondering why it looks like I'm not staring at the cameras because I have you guys up here on my second monitor, and that's why I'm like looking at it. So it looks like I'm just looking at the corner of my eye the entire time. So yeah, yeah. And I have a side view of my webcam because well, hashtag blind gamer slash streamer. So. If I put it on top of my monitor, which is where most people usually put it, um, yeah, you'd be getting forehead cam. Because you are using a giant TV as a <laughs> monitor, right? Indeed, a 42-inch LED HD TV. And I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm assuming it's because you use this because you're low vision, you can zoom in on things a lot better and be able mm -hmm. to see text. Okay, so... Yeah. It's like the difference between using 8x magnification and 12x. Hey, Jake, what's going okay. on? How are you today? Oh. Blind PC guy. Well, we got another we got another uh visually impaired person on the Twitch channel now. Yeah, yeah. He, he's actually Stop part of the chat. Part of uh the Discord that Brandon, one of our former wheel lifers. Um <laughs> Uh, his Discord, which is, uh, what, Accessible, accessible Streamers. I always confuse this, because he's Accessible Gamer, then the group is Accessible Streamers. I always want to say it's Accessible Gamers, but we are Accessible Gamers, that's accurate, but it's not the name of the group. <laughs> so I always gotcha. confuse that. But he is part of the stream team. Um, oh, also, on another note, um, I just was thinking about this, May 21st, I believe, is Global... Accessibility Awareness Day. So that's coming. Ooh. That's coming up. So we're going to be doing an event for that. Hopefully, if everything goes off as it should, it may be altered. I don't know at this point. We we don't really know because I need to. <laughs> we need to get some well, people signed up. You and it, accessible streamers will be. Yes. 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 We will be in some form. I I don't know exactly all. I don't want to throw out all the details because I, you know. It's it's about two weeks away, I think, at this point. About about that. Keep Somewhere. Look out for that. Yeah. yeah, we'll be out there in force, streaming away on Twitch. Yes, yes, indeed. Okay. Well, so just... as we progress into this fine episode stream of Wheel Life Problems, uh, what what's the uh, how have you guys been affected during coronavirus right now, uh, accessibility wise? Here, I'll give you I'll give you guys an example for something on my end, so you maybe you guys can have a little time to think about. Um, is I still have to have like my meetings with um, what's it called? Uh, my advisors, I guess I'll say, or um, God, the name's not coming to me right now. But the people I have to talk to for Medicaid and uh, Magellan um, to be able to keep my hours and benefits and stuff. 
is I've had to still keep in touch with them, but no longer seeing them in person. But I've had to do phone meetings with them, and now they're doing um, vocals like voice signings. So when I have to consent to a form, I have to say yes, I consent, and they write down like uh, signed over voice doing during Corona or COVID things. So, which mm. I think is kind of weird. So there's going to be in my file somewhere where there's just going to be a bunch of signatures that say Ricky Chang signed during COVID verbally, like verbal COVID signatures. And I think that's kind of like interesting how like that's probably going to be like that in a lot of industries, I assume. Right. Wait, is it actually an auto recording then? Like you say Ricky Chang? Like No, I just like when I, once I'm done uh, going through all the formatting with them, it's like, all right, do you consent to this? Do you consent to this? Oh, okay. like, yes, 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 I do. <laughs> you know, like I'm actually talking to someone, but like they write down that uh that I consented or I've signed verbally. Yeah. And like I'm saying, I'm that's gotta be the same thing for a lot of industries where people can't uh see face to face, but it's gonna be funny that, that looking back, like fifty years from now, people will be like look, looking back through forms and stuff and be like, Oh, all these signatures say COVID next to them. Like they're not actual signatures, they're just kinda like Oh, okay, you had your annual review of SSI that way. I don't have that anymore because I think I'm under SSDI, and I think that's different. No, I mean, that's so am I. I'm SSDI. Yeah, so I think that, that some some things change with that. I don't know. What do you mean? I don't know exactly because I never have an annual review of them. There's never, like, they never call me for anything. Oh, well, this is for my... Either. Well, this yeah. is for my benefits of uh. Oh yeah, no, I was like just nursing saying, benefits and stuff. I was saying that because blind PC guy was chiming in and said that that he had an annual review of his SSI that way yesterday. So yeah, you're right. There's other, there's other, you know, other departments and other things that other industries are, are doing that. Wouldn't really call that an industry, but you know what I mean. It's a uh, organization you have to deal with when you're disabled. Right. So, so I mean, I'm just saying that's that's one way COVID has been affecting my life accessibility wise is, you know, it's still got to keep things. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, I, I can relate from the standpoint of like, I didn't have to do something like that. But like, for instance, my, today I found out that I was trying to get my CPAP uh, or BiPAP. I do BiPAP at night. It's to help with like to keep my lungs strong or whatever. Um, What's a... Uh, What's BiPAP? I know CPAP. CPAP it's basically like along the same lines. It's it's a similar thing. Um, the difference. Uh, well, I don't know. If, I don't know if with CPAP they're actually giving you oxygen. I think it might actually be. And I think with BiPAP, it's just it's pushing air through to kind of keep the. Um, it's basically the goal of it is to keep my CO two levels at a at a good good level to make sure that it's. All of it's going out of my lungs when I breathe, when I'm sleeping. So that way it doesn't, you know, it it's supposed to help to promote better breathing, I guess, is the idea. At least that's my understanding. This is from layman's terms and someone that is not a, <laughs> a lung specialist over here. So I'm just saying it from what I know, from what they told me. But uh, anyways, my mom has to actually go with this device and a... A breathing therapist has to actually look at it, and the thing that's different about that is my mom has to do it, and I can't be there. And you know, they had to do a whole screening over the phone of to make sure she didn't have COVID, 
and then she's got to wear a mask to do this and all that, and they got to check it because Medicare basically said they wouldn't, they would not help me with my supplies unless they could verify that it was in running order because I recently had to switch to uh, 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 Medicare is now my primary and then uh, what I had before is secondary so now I have to go I have to do a bunch of different things than I did before basically so you know like, uh, like what do you mean I don't, I'm not exactly sure I follow okay so basically to be able to like um, you know, kind of like a pre-authorization, Medicare is requiring the machine to be looked at in order for me to get new supplies for the machine. And I haven't been able to get new supplies for the machine for some time. And it seems like, it seems like a lot of lines have gotten crossed. Like it's been harder to communicate this and fi it was, it was harder to figure this out. I think with everything going on, because I've noticed that it was a lot harder to, to get in contact with these people. And I don't know if that can be attributed to what's going on, but I think it might be because of just the fact that there's a lot of people that probably require that breathing equipment and are in the same boat in terms of like they can't go out of the house and they would have to get someone to go there to get their equipment or whatever um, just because of the current situation, you know what I mean? So they're at risk, you know, because a lot of people, if you have a breathing issue, obviously you're automatically at risk. You're out automatically in a iris category for this thing you know mm -hmm. so that's you know i just think it oh it seems like there's a lot more hoops that we've had to go through to actually figure out that oh hey you know we're since you changed to medicare you have to uh do it this way <laughs> gotcha yeah. it took through the hoops it took nearly about two months to figure this out too because it was like I I don't know when they were going to tell me this because they they knew what insurance I had. I told them that changed, and it's just like I don't know. You got to be that squeaky wheel. I don't know. Have you guys noticed that? Where it seems like when dealing with these types of organizations, you really have to just like call them and call them and call them. Oh yeah, you always got to be on top of everything. It just seems like you know because they're not going. It doesn't seem like they're going to go out of your way. I mean, this comes to wheelchair repairs too. Like that's a whole thing, you know. That's a whole other. I could I could do a whole fucking episode on all the dealings that I've had with that. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know about you, Ricky, but I've dealt with some really stupid shit when it comes to that sort of thing. <laughs> oh yeah, like just when I was ordering my wheelchair, like I had to be on top of them constantly. Yeah, you got to ride them like a horse, basically. <laughs> or you're not, or you're not getting shit done. I was trying to call a month ago to update my bank account until SSI lost my job and couldn't get through. Finally updated it during the review. Oh, wow. So that that's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Getting through to... Anybody. Well, I mean, just having to deal with Social Security in general is just yeah. like a pain in the ass because... Uh, yeah. It's... Uh, not everyone knows exactly what's going on and you you don't have a dedicated um what's the word i'm looking for you don't have a go-to person when it comes to social security you know you Not have really, to no. you literally just call a number and be like all right i need to talk to someone and then they'll be like all right we'll push you through to uh ooh, representative yeah i pulled up the chat so now i can see it. Yeah. yeah representative exactly that's what i'm trying to you don't have a representative in uh, social security so you just call up and be like 
I need help with this. And then you bounce back from person to person, person to person, person to person, until you finally get someone. And then, yeah, yeah it's a pain in the ass. You wind up playing a massive game of phone tag. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, exactly. And it's not fun. So. Yeah, I, I know you recently had a fun dealing with Social Security glitched as well. You're not the only one. Like, yeah, I had to, I, I, I'm having to deal with right now, they decided, oh, we're going to audit you from your money that you made from Twitch two years ago. Fifty fucking dollars, right? Isn't it something stupid like that you said? Something really dumb yeah. and minute that so, doesn't really matter? What happened? Explain it. Explain it for the uninitiated. All right, so I got a letter the other day stating, hey, we're going to need some proof uh, of both your savings account interest payments as well as your money that you made from Twitch. And they made you pay $50? Well, no, they haven't made me pay anything yet. They're, they're wanting the proof I'm being audited. <laughs> uh, oh, so what do you have to do in order to reconcile that? I'm going to have to send bank uh, any sort of financial statements that I can get my hands on from 2018. Oh, so, yeah, it is easier. If you get hard cash, like, it's easier to save physically, for sure. Um, like, which is kind of risky, though, because, you know, putting anything in the safe, like, obviously, it's probably better to put stuff in the bank because that's going, like, uh, yeah, you can't really have a savings account. I mean, I do, but I can't put much in it. I think there's like there's a certain amount I'm not, I'm allowed to put in there. Uh, final for me, you can't really have any more than like two thousand dollars worth of right. holdings at any given time, unless yeah. you have the unless you go through like the ticket to work program, and yeah, yeah, same 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 thing with me. I don't have a savings account. I just try and keep some money locally and yeah well, I started I started working. Working. oh wow one dollar for every two dollars i make jesus christ that's kind of yeah. that's that adds up that does add up especially if you get some good hours you know that could really be yeah that's that's obnoxious it's terrible because it makes the uh, it desensitizes the uh, not desensitizes. Which I'm no longer working, and my rent got more ex more expensive. Went from 150 to 275. Yeah, see, that's the thing that sucks with with renting a lot of times. But it's just a harsh reality that some people are in. They it desensitizes yeah. you, or um, what's the word yes. I'm looking for? It deincentivizes. Yeah, yeah. It the, the way the current system is set up, it deincent like it makes it so that us people with disabilities. Yeah, we may want to get off of SSI or want, you know, want to get off of these government programs and, and support and take care of ourselves and be productive members of its society. But at the end of the day, it's not worth it for us to do so because the moment we do so, we're saddled with more expenses and costs than we can afford to pay, putting us right back without a job and right back on the books of the government programs. Right. And I mean, I voluntarily you know, quit my job to pursue this, but ironically, I would have, you know, I did it like, you know, a year or two before it needed to happen, but it would have had, it would have happened anyways, either way, so 
in a way, I'm kind of glad that I did that, sort of. But, I mean, you know, and there's work options for me. It's not like I'm not unable to work. Like, I can work. I just kind of took some, you know, I've taken some time to try this thing because I have the availability of disability. But I'm telling you, it's not something I can depend on. for. I can't depend on it forever. Like, I got to, like, there's got to be some sort of job in there eventually. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eventually you have to find a way to make money that compensates uh, for the right. what you're going to lose in benefits. Are you going to be able to right. still be able to pay for nursing care or um, that yeah monthly monthly stipend you get? Um, I don't know. It just being disabled kind of sucks in that terms. Yeah, it does. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why you get another platform. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's part of what. But I'm I'm heading towards other other countries. It actually is a lot better for people with disabilities. But the United States, it's all about the money. Money talks and BS walks. And unfortunately, the disabled population is still classified as the BS. So. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean. uh, Yeah. It irritates me. It is irritating. Yeah, because um, like I said, the current system just de-incentiv- de-incentivizes. Jesus Christ, how do you say that goddamn word? De-incentivizes. De-incentivizes, yeah. De-incentivizes. De-incentivizes. The word of the day. Ah! Oh, wait, it's not Pee-wee's playoffs. <laughs> um. <laughs> my disability does not end at just my legs. It, it, it also affects my speech. And knowing how to talk and say basic words. Yeah, I feel but. you on that. I feel you on that uh, blind PC guy. I mean, I get it. Like, it, it's worth, uh, you know, hey, maybe you should, maybe this is, maybe in a way, this is a time for you to explore these avenues of, like, really going full force with what you want to do with creating content. I mean, I would say try it. Mm-hmm. But I would also say be open to anything and everything because, like, I made the mistake of like kind of doing things like the same way all the time, not mixing it up. So I would just say mix it up. Try to find something, you know, find something that really works and then just go with it. Yeah. Just sometimes hard to figure out. I don't know what that is for me yet. I haven't figured that out. And I've been doing this for fucking two years. <laughs> like if I can, if I can force myself to sit down and make things happen, I'm going to start <laughs> writing a couple of books. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's Getting cool. Into fiction, fiction writing. I mean, I actually have uh, an idea of writing a screenplay. I mean, uh, are you going to write it in Braille? <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> yeah, he's going just like. Can eating. you read Braille? I can read Braille. I haven't read Braille since what two thousands. Is it challenging 14? to learn? Not really. No. Oh, 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 you can't, uh, you can't blind PC guy. Okay. One of my good friends just got published his first book. That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about doing something like that, Ricky? Have you ever had a desire to, like, do a book? Oh, yeah. I've, I have, have, like, a whole plan in my head. I mean, I've written short stories and stuff. Um, what are those usually? Like, like, uh, could they be anything? Is it just, like, a bunch of different things, or? Uh, I mean, I mainly just wrote them for class and stuff, but, uh, 
I have a couple ideas for short stories and some, cool. a book I want to write. But uh, that's fun. The things I usually write are very like human condition writing type stuff. Uh, my book idea is like I want to write about what it's like to be, or I I want to write how much it sucks being in a wheelchair. What for a book that I would like to write one day. Um, and I have a bunch of this wheelie I'd, sucks. <laughs> yeah, I have a bunch of ideas like stirring my brain. That's what it can be um, called. This wheelie sucks. <laughs> but but I mean, puns. but is there going to be? I mean, I hope there's also going to be a positive side to it. It's not all going to be like. Oh yeah, I mean, I, there's the a, negative. Like this is negative. That, <laughs> I, I mean, that's what draws people in. Is like everyone, like uh, yeah. you always hear people talking about like. Oh, this is my strength. This is how I get through things. Be positive. Be positive. But no one ever talks about the shitty side of life. Yeah. And I think when you look at the shitty side and highlight the shitty side, you also get to get the benefit of seeing what the positive actually is when you highlight the shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. If that actually makes sense. It's like you know, yeah. like when, not when life you, is all. When you look like, at it, life's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Like not everything. Always is like, look on the bright side of life. Yeah, not everything is uh, hopeful and joy and everything, you know, like uh, you always see those motivational speakers and things are always in a great mood and stuff like not. not you can be a like yes that, man. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched that recently. I forgot how funny that shit was. Just like he says yes to fucking everything. <laughs> uh, I just thought, I don't know. It's just like. Yeah, but I, I definitely get what you're saying because, like, I feel like there's so much of a, you know, uh, I don't know. I feel like people just feed us a lot of bullshit. I, I, I'm the type of person that I want to kind of talk about both sides of it. I mean, there's things that are that I've had to deal with that I feel like, I don't know, there's positive and negatives, but there's all, sometimes there's shit that happens that's just fucking annoying as hell, and I just feel like people act like it's not there and it's like it is there mm -hmm. why disregard it because that, that's one thing that i've found with a lot of like there's streams that i've heard of where it's just like they're shining so much positivity up people's ass that it's like it's like someone says something negative like it, like there's people that i've heard of banning someone from their chat for bringing up negativity which to me is ridiculous because like in my chat i'm always like hey i'm welcome to Hey, if you're having a problem, you want to have a better day, maybe we can talk about it. Maybe I can make you laugh and maybe we can, you know, or maybe I know something mm. about it. I'm not a licensed psychologist, but maybe I know something about it. Maybe I've gone through something. Uh, or, or, you know, or playing Fortnite. Oh, I don't like this this skin. Oh, ban. Negativity. Bye. Off the stream. Later. Yeah, just saying the word I don't like and then blank whatever after, you know. Yeah, ban. Negativity. Get out of here. Yeah, and I just don't, I think that's part of this, uh, I think that's, that's become part of this cancel culture that's mm -hmm. unfortunately been created. I don't know if um, you're, you're so. aware of any of this, Ricky. Uh, I'm not a streamer, so I really don't know shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you probably <laughs> don't, you don't really get any of that, because that's, that's mainly of where it's coming from. Basically, this is like, literally, I think, like, my first stream I've ever done, so I think I just popped my stream cherry. Well, no, we've streamed before. We've streamed before, but I have. Yes, but we didn't yeah. see your beautiful face. Well, I'm a I'm a born again, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> He's so, a born um, again. 
The book oh. that I intend to write is actually... Um, I don't know if you've heard literary RPG as a genre. Never. Explain. Explain yourself. <laughs> so it's... Uh, the best way I can describe it is it's like the anime Sword Art Online in book form. Never seen Sword Art, so... so sword art so you're gonna have to explain it to me like i'm a five-year-old all right so it's a story told from the perspective of a player in an mmorpg game setting their character or the player and their character okay sometimes you'll cycle to the real world sometimes you'll stay in the virtual world it just all depends on the author and how they write their story. So I guess it naturally Some... goes meta? Yes, there's a lot of meta in, in this style of book. Ah, okay. So my idea is to take um, and look at how would futuristic technology, like, like they show in like fully immersive VR in sci-fi, you know, where you're in a pod and feeling and sensing things sent directly to the brain, how would that affect someone who is legally blind from birth? Hmm. That's sort of the basis behind my main character for, for this virtual MMO experience. There's oh, wow. A, in the story, there's going to be a company that's doing clinical trials on people with disabilities, not just blindness, but all types of disabilities. So it's going to be about how to integrate those people with disabilities into the virtual world? Yes. Oh, and like how that. their disabilities oh. interact with uh, the, the simulated sensations that are being sent to their brains and, and all of that stuff. So uh, for as kind of an example, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm understanding you right. So let's say I'm sent into the virtual world. How would my brain handle and cope with the fact that I'm walking around using my legs and my hands and everything in a virtual world as compared to the real world where I'm just stuck in a chair? It's sort of in the real world, you'd be like laying down or sitting down in a, in a pod that you're connected to all these different various machines that's feeding you all these sensations, but yes. The matrix. Hmm. I like yeah. that. That's definitely an interesting concept and definitely a niche one that I don't think has very been explored. I mean, at least to my understanding, you know, so I'm a very ignorant motherfucker. So. <laughs> but the, the thing is, is because of like uh, the majority of these um, literary MMO books, literary RPG books, they're written from a fantasy setting. Like, um, like a Dungeons and Dragons type world different, you know, elves, dwarves, things like that, different races of that nature, which mm -hmm. are all humanoid in some way, shape, or form, like two arms, two legs. You know, there's a couple of weird out there races that might have four arms, but there's nothing truly out there, if you know what I mean. Gotcha. Right. So to cope with various disabilities and, and people, you know, their brains working in different ways to compensate for their disabilities... This one is going to be set in a science fiction universe where there are various alien races that each have or that might have varying differences in the way they move or interact with their world. Oh, wow. So you definitely have put some thought into this, Joe. Yes. 
such as um, the the main character who's going to be uh, legally blind is going to be choosing a race that visualizes sound. Oh, wow. Because this character has never seen light a day in their life. They don't know what, you know, they're not sure how their brain would handle that. So they're just like, wait, this race sees sound? Yo, I'm going to try that. Hmm. Yeah, that's really interesting. I like that. Seeing sound. Hey, mm-hmm. yeah. Is this still all in your head, or have you started any of this at all? I haven't actually started writing yet, but I'm putting everything together in my in my head right now, and I've got I've got ideas. This is probably going to be a multi part series. Maybe different parts of the series will be from the perspective of different people. Who knows? Yeah, I. I actually have a plan to write a screenplay, but I still have not. I have several oh, ideas. Wonderful. I have several ideas, but I don't know. I just don't know what to go with. It's just like every time I start writing, I'm just like, no, I don't like this. I just haven't found that thing. I haven't found that. that I, yeah. I don't know. I even have the basic storyline of what's going on inside the virtual world as well, sort of sort of thing going on like what so the basic story of the game is that uh, there is an ancient alien race that now goes by um is now known as the protectors or the guardians or something like that that the guardians are too overused i, I, I might come up with a different name for them but either way they're kind of like a guardian type race they're mm-hmm. no longer in existence but they've basically set it up to end all wars between the races so that only champions can fight. The wars, the battles, the political struggles, all of that mess. If there's a disagreement between two rival political parties, they have to find and sway champions to their cause. Hmm. Champions are the players. Sounds very reminiscent of uh, Ready Player One. Yeah, it's... It's sort of designed to be that way, but there will be a sort of a more living world economy within NPCs and, and everything like that. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's making me think a lot of uh, not only Ready Player One, but also, you know, have you seen Inception? Yes. The part in Inception where uh, they're going to that chemical guy to for the sleep yeah. chemical and... There's all those people down there just sleeping, dreaming, because that's like the mm-hmm. only reality nowadays. Like that's kind of what it. Like that's mm-hmm. that's the visualization I have in my head of all these people in pods. They just sleeping there, living in that world. On, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's sort of the 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 gist behind fully immersive VR in science fiction. Right. Yeah. No, I, I I really loved Inception. I love any of those ideas about like, uh, or like the that whole idea that you know, are we living in a simulation or not? <laughs> I remember there was a Star Talk recently that Neil deGrasse Tyson had where he was talking about, where he's talking about that idea about if we're in if it and then a guy that was on the show brought up the fact that maybe the speed of light is the uh, is the limiter for the coders because they don't want you they they don't want you to get too fast because then they don't have enough time to program it. 
Um, I, I, Blind PC guy wants me to recommend a book series that I recommended to him so that a way if you can see them or pick them up on Amazon or Audible if you do the uh-huh. Audible thing Awaken Online Awaken Online so. Awaken Online that's a, that's a book series that should give a decent understanding of what I'm talking about it's it's really good. There's several of these book series now that, that do this sort of thing. And that's one of the better ones. Hmm. Well, Alrighty. So, Sweet. Well, I like it. You have to keep us informed on when you start writing that. Yeah, and then once I actually figure out an idea, maybe I'll have something to tell you guys, but I don't fucking know. <laughs> I may even end up looking into Twitch's directories and see if there's one for writing, so that way I can uh, write a little bit on stream. Yeah. Just to make myself sit down and do it. Yeah. Or one of the things I thought of is, like, you know, you get, you get like, you say, hey, we're doing writing, and then get the chat to kind of be like, be like, hey, so where where are we? What are we doing? <laughs> Just kind of do like a Mad Lips sort of thing. Name that empire! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just an idea. Right. Yeah. But, you know. Write it together with my community. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it was a, it's a it cool idea. It's a cool right, idea. Well, we're coming up here on an hour, so... Uh... Anything yes. else you guys want to touch up on before we start wrapping things up? Or no, I can't think of anything. Not really. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I think I think we had a pretty good episode. I know we're going a little bit more off the cuff, guys, but I think it's because I don't know. I figure let's make the conversation a little bit more. I think I like genuine. this Twitch idea of maybe becoming this uh, more of a live stream show instead of just a recorded show. I like being I able think to, so too. I, I mean, like being able to interact with the with the audience, you know, the blind PC guy, you know, is n- nice to having a conversational feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's really uh, that's really like uh Glitch and I were talking about this the other day that, you know, kind of like the big thing with streaming for us really does have to do- revolve around like it's become more about the interaction than necessarily the, like, what we're doing, I guess. I mean, we like what we're doing, but you know what I'm saying. You like the interaction. You like the chat streams, dude. We were talking about the chat streams, you know? How those yeah. those, those seem to be fun. There's a fun interaction associated with it. So, right, exactly. And that's what I love. I, I love it. I mean, there are some things with the recorded format that I'm kind of like, I don't know. I mean... I know we do have listeners, and you guys can definitely download it. Um, I mean, but if we tend to go to more of a live thing, I mean, I guess we'll just kind of see how it goes. I mean, I definitely, definitely YouTube for sure. We're going to upload the VOD of this, so if you guys you know, want to check that out. I need to make a YouTube for this channel, though. I don't have that yet, so that's a whole other thing that I got to do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, that's an off-live discussion, so. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to this episode, this special episode of Wheel Life Problems, where you got to see what we look like, you know, see that noise that comes out of our mouth holes. Mm-hmm. 
I'm hungry and tired. None of the things I'm making makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. All right. Well, as always, you can follow me. I'm at the Rickles on the social medias, except for Twitter. I don't have Twitter. I hate Twitter. But <laughs> on everything else, you can follow Bill at Wheelchair Gamer. You can follow John at Glitched Vision. Yeah. Thanks again, and remember everyone, keep it wheel. And don't lose sight of the future. There we go. Sign us off there, Bill. All right, and we are out of here.